Hello, this is Cassandra McDaniel. Hi, I'm Clara. Hey, this is your girl, Catherine Warren, AKA Cat, and I wear jersey number five. Hi, this is Bailey Badger. My name is Meg Illig, and I am the sprints coach. Hi, I'm Whitney, I wear number 26. Hi, I'm Kendra Badger, number four catcher. Hey, this is Kim. I am number two. And we are the Sirens. Thank you for downloading the Beep Ball Blue Show. They can't shoot it like I shoot it, they gon' fall on their face See, I knew it, trying to be me, but they can't be They ain't nothing like me, a generation gap Let's look at all the facts, break it down and it Hey, hey, B-Face Blowers We are finally back with our first post-World Series edition of the B-Ball Blues Show And right out of the gate I demand an apology to my audience from you, sir. Oh, because... You apologize to my audience. Because I have a job, and I had to put my grades in, and I am... You knew that? I am, hold on, and I'm a head coach of a a 13U football team and the vice president of the organization, and we had equipment issues to deal with yesterday before practice. I apologize for for my busy schedule and getting stuff done. I consider that being extremely useful. My students were extremely happy that they got their grades in. My players were extremely happy that they got all their equipment. I am sorry that the 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 the, 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 the beatball world had to wait an extra. And you write my, a nice country song. Son. Okay, my, my, <laughs> you write a nice my, country my, hey, song. My, my apologies. My apologies. Once, once I'm giving apologies, and if it's not good enough, y'all can. You my ass. Yeah, I'm really explicit ahead of time. I give a damn. You can come out and run sprints for like 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 my football team. That, that's what I think. So once once we once you've given me clearance to go. Promote a time. Yes, and I told you. I said for hey, hey, for you know, I told you what I was no. doing. I told no. you, hey man, I I got grades that I got to put in. Right? It's not like hey, if you man, couldn't fit you know, in the show, you should have hey, said, hey, man, hey, we hey, have to do it a different time. Hey, hey, the show can get pushed back, man. Grade no. deadlines can't. No, so, the co-host so can get there pushed out. Right. Remember the, the, oh, these, hey, the, the, these people, you know, might have, you know, blown smoke up Devil Dog's butt all <laughs> week, and now Devil Dog thinks he's the greatest man, you know, greatest thing since sliced bread. Right now, he's he is the absolute man. But, but that's not. You know what? Now that you've admitted that, everything's that, that, okay. Yes, that's everything's not how okay. how the world works, man. But okay. but once you start paying me. 
then you go up above my job. <laughs> okay. You go up above my job, man, my teaching uh, um, um, thing, right? Well, <laughs> so, yeah, so I'll wait for that paycheck, and I'll give you man, my direct deposit information. I can't lie. I was heated, but I was even more heated when three hours later, people are sending me texts and private messages oh, and messenger yeah. like, I can't find the link. Where is it? Like, man. Yeah. So he's telling people, hold man. their asses on. Hold, hold on. You know what's irritating? I, really? I, 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 I was quite, I, I, you know, as I'm, I'm struggling to get my, you know, my grades in, as I'm dealing with all these issues for the football team, I, I, I was quite incensed to see myself listed as basically useless on the uh, somewhat on, on, on your somewhat. On, on your thing as, as clearly i had I to was, change I it was, to somewhat i had I completely was, in there I, I, and I was I like was, that's too strong yes and i was <laughs> definitely being extremely useful yesterday as i was trying not to, to me though like things. you're you're missing the point none of that stuff's yeah. about me yeah. i don't care yeah. about your students yeah i've Somewhat yeah. care about the football kids. Yeah. <laughs> He's care about my job and my employment. <laughs> and uh, as you just mentioned, like how full of myself I am, like yeah. with all the positive feedback. Yeah. And that, 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 you know, there's an element of that's pretty true because yeah. I did get a ton of love from the membership while I was out at the World Series. Yeah. But what yeah. I found irritating about it, uh. it's like you got your own audience. There are people encouraging me to let you be you. They yeah. don't want me to micro, what's that? Micromanage you. Hey, and and I not, found that offensive. Hey, because not all of them are 60, 70 years old. <laughs> all right. But most of the membership is younger. They like a little fire. They like a little controversy. You know, they like a little bit of that. So. You know, you know what? All, all like, it's like totally serious. Like, that's the most impressive thing about the support that that's being thrown at our show. Like, I got twenty year olds walking up to to me, and you know, who weren't any, my weren't born when you and I were playing in our heyday, and introducing themselves <laughs> and, and talking about how much they dig the show, man. I, uh, I I don't even know, you know. I mean, I I can't even put into words how cool I think that. Is. <laughs> so we, hey, so we should tell people that we were we were planning on discontinuing the show. <laughs> no, you can't. You after can. this world series, you can. You can. I think I I might have even told some of the people uh, that I was talking to. It's like, man, honestly, I for a while I was suffering burnout, and I I did. I, it, it this goes back to before. I don't, I think we had little Ricky on back in like December, somewhere back around like the all-star game. I don't, I don't know if it was after the new year or before the beginning of the new year, but we had little Ricky on and, uh, I had told you before that show, it's like, dude, man, after we get through the world series, I, I think I'm done with the people blue show, man. I'm just burned out on trying to find the content. And then little Ricky comes on talking about how he looks up to us and listens to every show. I remember during the show, I said it to you cryptically. I was like, man, that makes me rethink what I told you. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, I, I mean, I got no thoughts of uh, uh, when, uh, cutting it down to every other week during the off season made it so much easier to stay kind of energized about it. So 
I mean, there, there's a, like right now, a lot of content. I think we, we need to chase after. We got to get the edge out here. And they, on, on top of, uh, you know, what, what they did on the field, Leah Michaels won the Jim Quinn Award. So, you know, that, I think that's like one of the, the biggest honors you could get in the league. So I want to get her. Corey Whiteman came up to me like two different times offering love. And so I'd love to, to get him part of that. And Erod had another defensive MVP season. Uh, and Miguel, stop calling me Tello. Tello! That dude, man, not only was he uh, like seeking me out to talk about the show, dude's wearing his, he's on the edge out there winning championships, walking around with his sirens hat all the time. So yeah, I'll be cow, baby. I'm a big, big fan of that dude. I can't imagine. So I thought he likes being called Miguel Tello. The, the dude walks around with a Mexican flag in his hand. Like literally before I knew who I was talking to, he took his Mexican flag and put it in my hand. Uh, it, you know, I, uh, his name's <laughs> pronounced, if I'm saying it right, you know me, I'm not too bilingual. Teo, instead of Teo, it's spelled Teo, but pronounced Miguel Teo. So I don't, Teo! 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 He, uh, he was the designated uh, fielder. Because, you know, as the announcer at the championship game, he was the uh, Edge's designated fielder. And I I, uh, I was taking some liberty. I didn't want to go crazy, and I didn't want to do too much for one team and not enough for, for the other. Like, I didn't want to Oh, what? You, were, you weren't able to show exa- as much enthusiasm for for the Jets team, man? As much no, I did more. Team. I probably did. I know more of the nicknames on the Jets. Oh, so I, I got you. I, I, I was trying to give love to, like, I show the same energy i guess it's the best way to put it for both teams i don't want to show favoritism but if uh if if miguel had made a play uh, nothing really got out his way or whatever so he didn't make any put outs but miguel made a play i was gonna i wanted to break that out miguel stop calling me tell on the play I was thinking about it on the, uh, I didn't think, I, I don't think I, I well, I, I guess I would have. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, when uh, D Smith scores runs for the Jets, they the Jets have literally like, they, they won the, the sportsmanship award. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's because they just, they got songs after for everybody and all, all this stuff they do that just, you, I, I don't know. It doesn't get on, like, it doesn't get old for me. <laughs> like it makes me smile each time. But uh, uh, that's funny. It shows how shows how long how long it's been since you uh, have been a competitor. You know that the, the Boston Renegades used to do that stuff all the time. Oh, no, all the if damn I'm on, I love the Renegades and, too and now. Like, man, you know yeah. what? It's like shut up. <laughs> yeah. No, I I love the Renegades now. Like listening to their song. Like people have complained about whoever's doing the stream, sometimes singing along with the team. It, yeah. I, I like it. <laughs> it makes yeah. it fun for me. But I'm with you. When I was on the field, no, shut the hell up. Or we'll shut no, you no, up. No, 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 <laughs> well, no, no, there's only no. one way. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> there's only one way to shut those songs up, man. Uh, shut them down. <laughs> you ain't singing if you ain't scoring. So no, I'm with you there when I'm on the field. <laughs> um, well, I was going to say about David Smith, though, after he scores, and this this part's inappropriate for, you know, probably, but when he scores, they always do this, these, 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 nuts! And so I was, I was thinking on the plane ride home, it would have been funny when uh, David Smith came up if I went, D, 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 Smith! Fake him out. <laughs> I'm sure Jerry, uh, our president, would have been sitting there like, no, he better not. <laughs> like him out. <laughs>
Uh, that was fun. I, w- I was really uptight about uh, doing the announcing going in. Shocking. Uh, you know, you're a little, you tend, you tend to get a little nervous about things beforehand, man. But you're, you're, you're I always say, man, it'll be fine, man. You're a natural at these things, man. Well, I don't you know, know if I'm a natural at that or you know, whatever. I'm not going to say I'm a natural at anything, but I don't know. I mean, part of it, like, I, like we've played in that game so much, like it, it meant something to me, you know what I mean? And I don't, I, I, if I'd be judgmental if I'm sitting out on the field and you got a ass hat on the microphone <laughs> in the end, it, it didn't matter. Cause it, uh, we'll probably talk about this a little more later, but, um, uh, it, the, the job of getting a PA system for the championship game was dropped. And so they literally had to go out at like midnight and go to Walmart and buy like a little megaphone. So I, uh, I, I was, and, and there was gusting winds <laughs> during like four of the six. Yeah, days. man. Hey, hey, who the hell decided to put a world series in the middle of freaking, uh, uh, the, the tornado. heat wave and the, 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 you know, tornado alley. I don't know. <laughs> well, fortunately, I know. I'm just messing. I'm just messing with you. Based upon our, lab. I mean, if it wasn't there, it would have been in Texas. <laughs> Although, I mean, you say that. I don't know if you remember this, but the '98 uh, tournament that was in Oklahoma, yeah. uh, like literally a week after we had been there for the World Series, um, a, a tornado went through there and literally wiped out the hotel that we had been staying in. Yeah. And the, the yeah, little I crack... remember being out there on the field when they s- set off one of those like sirens or whatever. It's like, where the hell did we go? Man? <laughs> We're out in the middle of this field. Man. That happened you know? right after the championship game because <laughs> because uh, they you know they had these. I, I never really figured out if it was a Norman, Oklahoma rule or if it was something the NBA implemented really. But, um, you know, if the heat index reached a certain point, they, they had right. to clear the fields. And so they, they started the championship game at like 930 in the morning, uh, just in case two had to be played and trying to get ahead of the heat. Um, so that and there was one game. So the championship game was over before noon. Right. And right at noon on Saturdays, they run the right. tornado, tornado siren just right. as a test. So literally, like everybody's out in the parking lot saying goodbyes and stuff. And like, Woo! <laughs> and they, you know, I'm sure like all the people that kind of live down south knew right away. It was yeah, right. For the rest of like, the local. Like, what the hell are we going to do out here, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cover for no cellar here. Yeah. Man, I, need, I need a cellar, man. So, but yeah. Yeah, man. So I don't know, you know, perhaps we should move our, our World Series out of the hottest parts of the nation and out of Tornado Alley. I always vote for Minnesota. Beautiful spot. Beautiful spot. Beautiful spot. But I digress. I digress. Yeah, I don't see it going there again for a while. <laughs> they, they, because you're talking about Rochester, who's hosted yeah. three, but yeah. they, um, at least when I was last involved with the, the tournament committee, one, they're, they're, available space isn't god i've got my phone muted i've got it locked <laughs> it's still making noises um they they were running out of space for the size of our tournament but also the last time they wanted to bid when i was involved they they couldn't get hotel rates under like 139 a night or something so they you know nobody nobody's could get the tournament at those prices uh 
Man, it was, it was a, a, a wild ride, Seth. Just from right from the beginning, it was all like different than anything you and I have experienced. Because like I was traveling all day Wednesday, and I didn't know anything about the heat index stuff. And I I was landing at like ten after six, and my plan was always to go straight to the wool game if it was still going on. But it started at six. I didn't know how quick I could get there. And uh, so as soon as the, the plane touched down, I, I called Axel Cox. I was like, dude, you out at the wool game? He's like, no, nah, I'm in the bar. It's like, uh-oh, the Jets went on too. They're done. <laughs> 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 Give it up, man. <laughs> but uh, uh, for the record, he wasn't drinking, but he was in the bar socializing and, and just told me that the wool game had been canceled because of the heat index. I didn't know anything about the rest of the tournament. So, you know, I was uh, on the way to um, the the hotel and Richie Flores and Rosina Foster started texting me and told me they're in the bar or whatever. So, well, you know, whatever. I just ran up to my room when I got there, dropped my stuff and went down where I was most comfortable, Seth, and <laughs> where you get all the best, <laughs> best beatball information. And by the time I got there, though, there was a coaches captains meeting going on where they were trying to figure out what's what was going on. So like games on Wednesday had gotten canceled right. and I, I was like, they started the games at like 630 in the morning, Oklahoma time the next day with plans of having like night games, man. And that that's the way it was uh, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. I mean, it. I'm sorry, not Wednesday, Thursday and Friday games were starting at like six in the morning. And going uh, and then other games uh, like they weren't just night games; they were starting at eight thirty o'clock at right. night. Man, it it was wild. It was wild. So you know, it's the new reality of our climate change society, and 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 uh, that heat index. I'm sure, like, if that heat index would have been in effect, those ideas, right? So that's why I I have to like cancel practice when it's one sixteen and stuff because there's all these new uh heat index regulation oh we got that, that stuff out. here yeah, yeah we do we do, we do. I, I, I mean yeah. I, it doesn't affect my life so yeah I I mean, there's all sorts i mean that, that at least as they, they filter it down through the high school and stuff like that um so we have these these regulations but i i would imagine like back in 88 <laughs> in austin in that hot ass world series that you know we would have been up over a, a dangerous heat index and stuff like that but it, it it it's all different now. How they, uh, you know, judge you know the heat and whether it's safe or not, and what you're supposed to do. We have a whole like different, um, you know, if it's if it's 95, you can do this. If it's 100, you can do this. If it's, you know, 105, you have to cancel everything. So right. it's all uh, it's all laid out and stuff like. So it didn't surprise me at all that Oklahoma had something already in place. That just, you know, trumped what was going on within the World Series. And, you know, yeah. I think that's probably good for the membership to hear. Uh, I mean, you you told right. me something I didn't know about our own area or whatever. But, I mean, that players are really pissed off about how it was kind of all handled. And I, I'm not going to dive into any of that because, like, I, right. I guess in the end, it didn't affect me um in any way and i i you know so i wasn't so vested in that um but they're you know I, they had time limits on games right. one of the weird things with the time limit because they had like a two hour and 15 minute time limit right. they were taking five minute water breaks right. after right. the second and the fourth innings 
and they counted those in the time of the time limit. And no, I'm, I, I, you're right. Huh? I, I mean, I hear you. Yeah, that, I that, think that I, I do think that's somewhat weird or unfair. You know what I mean? It's it, especially in one of the games. Um, not sure which game it was. Uh, I, I know it was one of the games that Rosina and DB were doing. Uh, but I, I and I didn't listen to a lot because I was out at the fields. I, right. I guess I had to have been in my room listening at that point. But I mean, like one of those breaks ended up being over ten minutes. <laughs> it wasn't a five minute break. So I mean, the only thing is though that it's not like they're leaving the field. They're still in the heat. You know what I'm saying? During yeah, that, I, I that, don't know about you there. as a player. Well, they they consider the volunteers also. That's part of the right. reason they do it. But as a player, I don't want to stop. I, you know, let's get no. the game in and, and get out here sooner than later. Right. If no, and again, I, I believe that is probably mandated stuff, right? That, the, you know, that there, I mean, I don't know again how Oklahoma is, right. but we have all sorts of, of regulations as it, as it deals with, with heat out here. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, but the, the second and fourth inning breaks is something they, might have started back in Wichita. I know it was going on in Beaumont yesterday, uh, last year. Um, right. But I, you know, I, so I'm not sure if that's like an MBBA thing or or if they, you know they're following regulations. In the end, I I I, I expect that because we're you know I, I expect us to to have a lot of the players you know that have been involved. I I'm gonna let them bring that stuff to the table. You know what I mean? They could eat. They'll they'll all have freedom. Uh, well, can to... I just throw one thing out there? Well, you know, just real quick, two things on the, on the water breaks. Again, like the, the they they tend to be mandated. You know, just a couple of weeks ago, Landry was playing in a in a soccer tournament. When it was, you know, it was hella hot out here, um, and and they were mandating water breaks during the soccer game. They would stop the game and, and all that stuff. They would stop the time as well. Um, but two, and and we could talk when we get players on here. I, I thought that you know the players saying, "Oh, it should be up to the players," blah blah blah, is absolute nonsense, right? A couple years ago, or last year, when there was a um, a blizzard in Buffalo, New York, they didn't ask the Bills if they wanted to go play in Detroit. Right? It wasn't up to the <laughs> right. players, right? It wasn't up to the yeah, players. Yeah, yeah. The league yeah. made a decision. The players have to follow it, right? right? That that's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? And so I I, I hear the players, cry, you know, crying, "Hey, we should be consulted." No, you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Not in that situation. No, you yeah. shouldn't. You and, should and, and listen, what's I, going on. You know, I'm somebody that cares about the leadership of the league, and I realize if I was in that position, having to make the decisions, I can't. I can't make a decision based on the players' emotions. I, <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? I'm right, 100% yeah. aware of that. When I was saying we'll let the players deal with it, I wasn't trying to shut the conversation. No, down. no, no. I know. You I, were, I, I was more trying to put it out to the players, like I. I'm not diving in and taking up a stake right here, but you guys, when you come on the show, will all have the freedom. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah. Sure. And, and yeah. your experience, like as a coach and 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 a leader in in the youth league or whatever, having to make these decisions, I, I think we'll have good feedback for them also or whatever. Right. Uh, so. Yeah. No. So it was crazy. It was definitely, definitely a wild time. A wild time. But hell, we should we should be trying to get our games in and out and done under two hours and 15 minutes anyway right that that's a that's a problem right when the nfl had three hour games they said man that it's too long right yeah. we need to cut this the the, the the game down and they changed the rules to speed the game up right and and, and 
football is the most popular sport in the nation. If you think that people are going to come out and watch beatball for three freaking hours or a network's going to pick up beatball for three hours, (laughs) you are freaking tripping. If the NFL didn't like three hours, if Major League Baseball doesn't like three hours, beatball cannot do three hours there has to be something to cut down the scores i'm sorry go ahead no no apologies (laughs) i i love this game and i you know me like outside of db maybe greg roberts who i I got to spend some time with our boy greg uh like i listen to more streams than anybody probably uh, outside of just a few people i know there's some i don't even know about but there are there aren't there's not a larger a large crowd that listens to more of the streams than me i had to turn games off just or go home to the hotel because the games were just too long i love the game but i'm not here for a 30 to 25 game (laughs) That's no, not no. how I came no. up in this game, man. No. It's not. It's. I mean, the fields were pretty fast or whatever. Right. I was I was out with the sirens uh, practicing on Friday morning. Shout out to my sirens. Like after three days in the heat, they let me take them out and teach them some drills. They're doing hustle plays. And, you know, I haven't chased a beatball in over 14 years, man. So I went ahead and did some hustle plays. But I didn't have cleats on. As soon as I go to get on my feet, my uh, my shoes were slipping on that that hay that they were playing on. So they they were fast fields. No, and and that's always something that you have to deal with, you know, the – that's like a, a, a you know, just climate. something you can't really deal. But there has to be something. There has to be a set of rules that are are put in that try to cut down on the score, man. I mean, it 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 has to be like a focus of the uh, of the of the of the league, man. You got to cut down scoring. Got to cut down the the game time, and and make it package it to be a more you know, a more watchable game. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. You know. I, I do. The key word, like when you say package it, like everybody who cares about this league would like to see it in a bigger light. You know what right. I mean? Even if it's ESPN five or you right, know, whatever, exactly. their, right. whatever their, their smallest little piece of their pie is. I mean, that would still be awesome. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but you're absolutely right. And, that that's why like when we've talked about different ways to kind of change how the tournament is played like um i i propose the idea of instead of like having the top 16 you know um all play in the same double elimination tournament having eight teams in bracket a and eight teams in bracket b they each bracket plays a double elimination tournament and the two teams that advance for the, from that play a one game takes all on Saturday. I feel like that makes it more marketable for a network. The The possibility of a second game when we're oh, begging yeah. them to give us one game is yeah. out of the question. Right. It's no, out that, of the question. They're not true. going, we're not, we're not college softball. <laughs> You know, we're not college baseball. They don't give a shit about us. We've got to make it more packageable for them, I feel. And and that's one way to do it. And for some of the things that I think would be more appropriate on Saturday, like the long ball competition, like you've 
our conversation yesterday, you talked about wanting Saturday to be a bigger, bigger game. Yeah, but right. when there's a possibility of two four-hour games, right, you, you can't, can't plan anything. <laughs> you can't do it. No. So I, I agree. Mean, I I want that. That is, if you could make a way, you know, and we've talked about it and figured it out before. But if you can make the championship game one game, that has to be. You know that that's got to be a priority because you know that that's the only thing that will ever get you know anybody even to think about it. <laughs> it's like no hell no we we don't have eight hours to 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 give to you guys hell no right make Saturday an extravaganza man yeah and I mean you could we could have the wool game played on a Saturday in front of people without having to start it at seven in the morning you know what I mean we could have um we could have the long ball and, and the, the running contest after the tournament rather than before when people can pull a hamstring uh, and, you uh, know in a problem. useless contest or whatever i mean i'm sorry uh, to call it useless, useless. but, but no, I, I do mean, feel exactly. like it's useless <laughs> it is a useless contest i mean it's just you know it's a for fun thing you know yeah, yeah. And, and if, and, if and, players want to do it i'm cool with that yeah, I, you and, know, and, but and you, I you're right though like you don't want to pull a hamstring before the world series yeah. and i know it it, it keeps some people from wanting to do it they're like oh no i'm good yeah. you know but but i think if you did it after the world's or on saturday you could actually get a more legit you know home run hitting contest there there were people who hit home runs this year i mean you couldn't have like pulled david smith because he'd be playing but you know what i mean <laughs> you, you you have you you use like hey these are our our, the, our top five hitters long ball hitters of the tournament let's let's put them out there you know, again, it has to be an extravaganza sort of thing. But it, you know, it, it 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 starts with people being open to changing rules, right? You gotta not do it in the same way things have already always been done. The, right? We the, gotta advance things. The last time I suggested that whole like two brackets uh, coming down to just a one game winner takes all because right. yeah uh i i already know the players response like we're we're talking about how to consolidate it down to a more marketable thing but right. i know a lot of the attitude would be like well if we get down to two teams they should play best two out of three like, <laughs> we're going away from what i'm trying to say right. and we're right. going away and that would be too many games i figured out the math for that literally the any team that came up through the losers bracket would be playing like 12, 13 right. or something crazy with a two out of best two out of three. Uh, but man, last time I suggested that I, I, I was getting calls from MBBA leadership, <laughs> like five minutes after we put the show out. Don't do that. Don't. It's like, come on. Why are you even worried about it? nobody even responded to anything right. I said, calm down. Just throwing out thoughts, man. Throwing right. out thoughts. Um, I, 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 a couple quick things from going out and, and hitting the fields um, right away. Cause I, uh, I told you, I ran into Rosina at the bar. Like the first night I was there, she was staying at a different hotel, but she, once I heard that I was going out to the field at six 30, it's like, man, I don't, I don't even know, like, you know, if the bus is out, cause I, at that point was going to be dependent on the transportation that's provided. Right. Uh, it's like i don't even know like you know how early they're gonna be out there so rosina was cool said oh if i was outside my hotel at 5 48 5 45 a.m for beatball uh, she would grab me so she took me out there and i was like man i know uh 
I know you're like going to stream a game, but could, could you help me find a different field? <laughs> I'm not going to your game. <laughs> so uh, she, uh, she found Glenn Hopkins, uh, our boy coach from the Blackhawks. He was rolling uh-huh. around in a, in a golf cart. So I jumped in the cart and he took me to where the sirens were. Uh, and they were playing uh, Cleveland. And uh, the two of the first people I, I uh, got to see were Nathan and Rob Wygand, uh, which is cool. I've actually never met. I was around Nathan when he was a little kid, but I've never got a chance to meet him. Um, so it was cool to, you know, see right out of the gate, get to see a few people from our era. Really. Well, at least, you know, Rob, you know, he, right. one of the people we competed against for years. Well, I, play, uh, I, I played with them, too. I played with him. And, oh, yeah, and yeah. Nathan. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but a funny thing, like I, I ended up, uh, I was the base operator for that game. And uh, after the game was over, I, I uh, the first night, Wednesday, I met a dude from Cleveland and I feel bad that I've forgotten his name, but I don't feel as bad as I, I would have. Uh, he, he was one of the first people. He just heard me over in the bar talking to Rosina and strolled over and just started talking about how much he loved the show we do. And, uh, you know, again, he was like a young player I didn't even know or whatever. It's digging what we're doing. So I appreciated that. But the next morning after the game was over, he brings Wilbert Turner over to shake my hand and you're going to love this. Uh, Wilbert comes over and I was like, Hey man, it's Neil. It's like, Neil. He told me Bam Bam was over here. You <laughs> <laughs> know, uh, was all disappointed. He came all excited to see Bam Bam. Man. So I feel so uh, bad that I forgot dude's name. Uh, <laughs> he didn't know yeah, who right. I was. Oh, he was mistaken. He was mistaken. Wilbur's 69 years old. Man. Really? 69 years old. He was hey. playing in that game and he knocked his shoulder out of joint, dude. Mm. He he didn't leave the field. He just he came over to say hi with his arm dangling out of his socket, uh, dude. Hey, they, don't, he, they, they don't make people like they used to make. No, you know what I'm saying? No, dude <laughs> didn't even care. He's like, yeah, I. I I, they can't let me batting. I can't lift my arm. But <laughs> anyways, man, it's good to see you. <laughs> yeah. You too, Wilbur. Uh, What's up, Wilbur Turner? <laughs> hot game, fellas. Hot game. Let's get out there. We are the inspirations. Woo! Oops, um, I'm going to pull up the, uh, uh, you know, run down what, what, what people did in the games or whatever and what our, our award winners. Uh, you know, just how the, the final results and who who won what or whatever, because <laughs> um, I've, I've got a little bit of like, you know, something here and there from a lot of the teams. So I figured somebody I'll just throw out as we go down the list. Um, but uh, just a, another quick note as far as like you and I and back when we played, uh, you remember the Stalkouts from the Sonics? Yeah, Randy, uh, unfortunately, Dave Stokup's no longer with us. Rest in peace. One of the first dudes I ever played with back in 87. Um, but uh, Randy Stokup was out there with his son, Bill. Bill was the, the catcher for Jim all those years. We had all those battles with the, the Sonics. Right. Uh, right. But I got I got to see them for a while. I was out uh, with my sirens at the undefeated game on on Friday. And I uh, got to hang out with the Stokups a little bit. So that was hey, cool. the, Son- the Sonics. 
the young kids uh, 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 were, were key. To oh, yeah, yeah. Randy and his sister. I can't yeah, think Randy of his sister's sister. name. Christy. Christy or, or Christy. Yeah, Christy or Christ- Christine. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. 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 They were, they, they, were, they were core members of the Bam Bam Fan Club, man. You, you know, know, I wanted to ask about Jim and Randy, but like, um, I believe like Jim and Jim was like a married in version of uh, the Stall Cups. And I, you right. know, it gets kind of awkward 30 yeah, years right, later. Right. To ask, I don't, I have right. no idea. So I, I ended up not going down that road. But, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, it made me smile too, because like Randy is like 10, 12 years old when he's watching right. us. But uh, gosh, just maybe four or five years ago, there was a conversation in Beatball Nation about the best smack talkers, uh, best shit talkers in beat baseball, trash talkers, whatever. And, you know, there are people going on and on, throwing names out there. Here comes Randy Lyons. 100% Neil McDonald. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, that's my dude. That little kid recognizing my talent back then. All right. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, obviously, I mean, we're, we're, we're friends on Facebook. So I see his, uh, his posts and stuff, you know, coaching, he got his own kids and stuff oh, like that. Know. I'm you know? friends with him and Jim on Facebook, but I haven't seen anything from them in a long time. Yeah. No, every, every once in a while he'll, he'll pop up on the, I believe he coaches like maybe for the Richmond Braves or something like that. He okay. talks about his his son. I think he must be you know getting a little older in the teenage years and stuff. So so I always try to follow follow Randy and, yeah. and, and see what's going on with him and stuff like that. It seems like uh, I haven't talked to him, but I was, we should we should have the Bam Bam Fan Club on the show one day. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty years later, man, the Bam Bam Fan Club. But yeah, right. I no, people, people have no idea how big a thing that was. Like we, <laughs> we even before we were the dogs, like from the Blaze days uh, and the Thrasher days, uh, uh, we we had a following. I say we, but it was really Seth because uh, uh, Seth would always be our. They, they loved that he was called Bam Bam. <laughs> and, and you know like he's always who represented us in the long ball contest or whatever and man there'd just be a gang of kids jared woodard jared uh, woodard and uh, his two sisters part of that <laughs> part of that crowd uh, follow us around i won't see bam bam hit yeah, right. little okies <laughs> they all loved the, you man i always say that the, all the teams in the tournaments hated us but the kids loved us man the kids i remember you us. gave one of them your jersey yeah i get that i believe uh, your randy randy's said, sister or yeah, is it randy i i, I you know the it, you know it, it was back in like 95 so i don't know which one i gave it to yeah. um but i know randy has it he okay. says he, he has it in his closet still you know, yeah, I saw he posted something like that, which is cool. I'm 20, 28, 25 years later. 30 no, years I remember later. at the time when you <laughs> gave it to him, just like, like these kids were so small. I was thinking like that would be like a long dress for any yeah. one of those kids because <laughs> the jersey was so big. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, uh, I meant to bring this up uh, at the beginning as part of my angry outburst towards you. Uh, you you are one of three names that made my Hall of Fame speech. Which oh, not, yeah, which... I'm going to have you give your, your Hall of Fame. I didn't want to ask, man, because in the end, I would have been offended if I... Which now I, I regret. I wish I could take oh. it back. <laughs> oh, I wish I could take it back. But a, a trivia question, I was going to see if you could guess who the other two names were. And before you answer, I will give you a tiny hint 
that one of them goes back all the way to my thrashers like from the 80s oh i have no doubt that's bill the way um no he, no, he you know, he played for the North Bay Nemesis. He didn't play for the Thrash. Oh, for the Thrash. I thought he played. You guys were on the same team. Uh, from the uh, Thrashers. Uh, the Thrashers. Whoever played on the Thrashers. That should be the easiest. I just gave you a hint when you do. You don't even deserve hints. You always want things to be hard for people. Yeah, I don't. I I, I don't know. Jill, Tiffany. <laughs> oh my God. John should. Your no, John, no, 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 and no. Greg Para. Oh, Greg Para. Easy, no, man. No, Me and Greg, Greg go Parra. back to the beginning. Yes, dude. yes. I, I was thinking blind folk. I said, like, no, I know, so, I noticed. I, that, I, I, I wasn't going to get help you any further. Yeah, if you if you would have given me sighted people, that would have been easier to uh to. And then I can guess the third one. It was Don Robinson. Nope. <laughs> no, I didn't. Mike I'm joking. Uh, Mike. What? Mike Finn? No, E Dog. I mean, listen, I, uh, hey, I, hey. I admitted that I played with a ton of great talent uh, throughout my, like, from the beginning with Bill Blue and on to Slick and Johnny Gooseman and all the Hall of Famers now from the dogs, E-Dog, Bob, Mike. Uh, but not really, uh, in the end, like you, Greg, and there are a few others, Bill Johnson too, Mark Masterson, who fall into this. But you, you, uh, Mike and Greg, anytime I said, man, we got enough, we're going, you guys never doubted me. All right. Oh, that's true. That's true. So, hey, well, hey, I, I, I'm happy that I made the speech, Neil Dog. Yeah. I'm happy. If, I, it, I, if I, it was next week, not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciated making Mike Finn's speech too. So I appreciate it. Uh, only, only one team name. I know you won't get that right either. What? That you gave, <laughs> that you gave out? There was only <laughs> one team mentioned in my speech. Oh, I mean, what? If it's not the, the sirens. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the sirens. Now, and the reason I brought them up is, and then that's really kind of what's like got me so vested in them. Like from from the beginning, because the, the article I wrote about them, which I'm going to angrily uh, address before we're done, um, the, the article that I, I wrote about the sirens, I started back in June, I go with like a two hour Zoom meeting with their whole team and and just writing the article and having like uh, Cassandra as their coach was reaching out at times asking for advice and uh, just it just got me kind of vested in them. But um, that combined with like the hall of fame thing and just realizing how like lucky i was to have opportunities you know what i mean it's like if the same me was coming up right now i don't even know how i would learn about people like everything really fell into place for me you know i had my coach from the thrashers reach out to north bay and east bay when I knew we weren't going to the world series and North Bay picked me up, not knowing who I was. And they're only going to pick up one player. And Dave Stalkup reached out to him shortly after that. I got like his spot and he was an experienced player. You know what I mean? He was living in Sacramento at that time, but he had been playing for the Wichita Sonics through the eighties. And you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I, I could have missed that opportunity. I've told you before, when I first reached out to Don to get on the blaze, he said no at first. And I reached out to the Blackhawks. They said no. It's like, I'm 22 and I didn't have a team, man. <laughs> so, like, I ended up on the Blaze and that led to the the, the dogs. And, you know, I mean, I, 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 
I couldn't have had more opportunity, but I just as easily could have had none. And sure. so, like, the opportunity that the Sirens were given, their players, their young players, Clara, our, our female rookie of the year, Caitlin Overshiner, and, and Corey, but also, like, Whitney, who was on the show with us when we talked about seven players, my girl, Wit Wit, and, and, and Catlin, uh, Caitlin... Catherine Warner cat, like all these players, like have been interested in beatball for a while and got their first opportunities. And I don't know. It's hard not to appreciate that when realizing how lucky I was, I guess. So anyway, so I had to throw them in. Uh, I got a lot of clowning. Like why are you with the sirens? Cause it's all girls. <laughs> and even like, I expect that from the guys, but I was getting that from women too. It's like, yeah. At 55 years old, I came all the way back out here to chase after a bunch of 20-year-olds, you idiots. Yeah, that's me. That's me. I'm, I'm that shallow. Hey, Thank hey, you. Hey, what? That's not you. Might be other people. It's not yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> it might be other people, but it, right. it is not you. I can, I can attest to that one. So. <laughs> Before uh, I'm gonna start running down the, I'll start with the offensive uh, all yeah, tournament. So let's go quick. Everybody knows. Everybody was there. Let's go. Yeah, let's I go. know, right? Um, shout out there. though, because you mentioned David Smith and his home runs. Seven yeah. home runs hit this year in the World Series, yeah. more than ever. Uh, Christian Thaxton, Corey White. I have our. I knew I was gonna forget one. Christian Bill, Thaxton, uh, Corey Bill White. Thaxton. Oh, Justin. Uh, Justin Holland and and White Lightning, man. We're oh, yeah, White, White Lightning's Lightning. day to yeah, Thunder right. and Lightning, man. That dude's got power and speed. I had Were no idea. most of them hit on the first day? A lot of them. At least three on the first day. I guess Corey White hit his on his first pitch of the tournament um, is, is what I read, I think, on the MBBA page. David Smith hit three home runs in this tournament. No no one's ever I – mean, last year when Justin Holland hit two, his first time anybody hit two, and this dude, D. Smith, hit three, and his team's upset. They think that he had a fourth one. So just uh, incredible. And, and none of that was mentioned at the uh, – <laughs> At the banquet. Uh, uh, <laughs> single thing about that or or about my sirens making history for the first time being there like the only mention of the sirens doing anything for the first time making history came from me in my speech uh, darnell booker's upset about that he thought something should have been said ahead of time i thought something should have been said ahead of time uh, it's disappointing that it didn't there there's no love offered uh, but uh, they're uh, like Miguel Teo and uh, this dude Courtney Williams, who we've got to get on the show. Like you and Courtney got something in in, in common. Both of you walking around buckshot in your heads. Um, and he, uh, that dude had a had a deep story as far as like how he got where he was. He plays with Atlanta. I never knew him for more than a name before the tournament, but he's a good dude. It's somewhere down the road, we got to grab him, bring him on the show. But he showed the sirens a lot of love. He was always up in my jello, man. I kept finding him in our sirens headquarters. Uh, you know, dude didn't even knock. He just walked in like he was like, I knocked. That was sirens headquarters. I had to knock to go in there. This dude just kept walking in all the time. <laughs> like he owned the place. But I got to give him a pass because he gave them a lot of support and love. So. Um, that's a dude definitely I want to want to get on the show as as we go on and start bringing people in. So our offensive award, offensive MVP, another dude that I met Friday night, Cody Jeffries. 
played with the Thunder for the first time this year, coming over from the chaos. And uh, that dude's a total, is a humble dude. Seth. I had a good talk with him Friday night. Like he literally, when he went to the Thunder, didn't even know if he'd be starting or not. And that guy had a great year for them offensively. David Smith, number two, after his MVP season last year and his three home runs this year. Your boy Tanner Gears, Gears, is he? It's Gears, right? I don't know. (laughs) I hear people say both. I've always assumed it was Gears, even though the computer says Gears. But yeah, I think it's Gears. I think you're right. I I think you're right. Uh, But the Tan Tan man, man, seven year absence from the offensive tournament team. I think this was his seventh time on the the offensive uh, team. So great year from him. Fonzie, obviously, Gerald Dykus up there, like always. Casey Krause, this dude, man, made the, the team on offense and defense. So that's his, his spot there. On the offensive team, his teammate, Justin Rhines, and our boy, Ronald Jordan, from the Tyler Tigers, uh, tied for the last spot with, uh, what's their average? 757 was the lowest spot on the ultimate yeah, team. Clear, clear, clearly an offensive turn. Yeah, let me go up, uh, give you Cody's uh, uh, average 872 for your MVP. That's almost right. a 90% uh, success rate. Oh, crazy. On All defense, right. like I always start that out. Hey, hey, got to figure right. out a way to knock those down. <laughs> <laughs> the the gotta figure out a way to knock those down. That's for the the competition committee though. But go ahead. On I, defense. I, I agree. I, I already admitted. I as happy as I was to be out at the World Series, I had no <laughs> desire to sit out in that heat and watch a four hour game. Man. <laughs> no, Crazy. Time. And even the two hour time limits, they're like twenty five to twenty. You know what I mean? It, <laughs> it, I, that's I I, I I got a defensive background, man. It's like nah, I can't. I can't. You're you're hurting me. Uh, all right, go ahead. Let's roll through this defensive team. Let's go. Let's Eric go. Rodriguez, MVP. Zach Rambula from the Jets, number two. Casey Krause, number three on defense. Randy George of the Titans. I didn't get a chance to meet him. Nestor Gonzalez, the only person I had a chance to meet from the Titans. Um, but Randy George had a great year. I didn't get to shake Marvin Morgan's hand, man. I wanted to, but it just didn't work out. Ethan Johnston, I did get to see that dude, and man, right in the bar in front of everybody, we gave the biggest man hug anybody's ever seen. I think that's that's my dude, Stanley Griffin of the crap of the crappers. I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. That's not some uh, joke that we make off camera that just slipped out. I don't know where that came. Uh, hey, hey, hey. hey. In all the years I've been playing and 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 have heard of nobody's the Cleveland ever called Crappers, them that. Never thought of the Cleveland Crappers, man. Never oh, in my life. Man. I hope I did not start that. That's horrible. Oh, that's funny. Stanley played with the Tigers last year, Tyler, and made the All Defensive Team, and here he is again, uh, make making it for the for the Cleveland Scrappers. This year was the 40th anniversary of the Scrappers. Um. Pitcher catcher, Jared Woodard, Darnell Booker. Thank you to Darnell and the Thunder hooking me up in the Embassy Suites. Uh, uh, Melanie Taylor is actually who did that for me. But, man, I was so happy to be in the host hotel, especially because I just, by chance, ended up on the same floor with all my sirens. I didn't have to get on the elevator to go visit, kick Courtney out of their room. 
little scrounge. And Spotter's War to, uh, to Rose. Uh, is her last name Garcia? Yeah, Rose Garcia, Cat Paris, Lupe's wife, got the uh, got Spotter's War. So they had the best defense out there. You know, we love that. Male <laughs> Rookie of the Year, Mark Ivey. Remember him from the Lookouts? The Ivey Brothers. Were you on that show? You were on that show. Oh, yeah, Tim sure and his team. Yeah. You know, you, you know, I don't remember shit, though. Come on, man. Fair it's enough. It's Fair a lot, lot, lot of names. A lot of names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but now, Mark, Mark was high on the list for pro, uh, projected uh, male rookies of the year just because he's got a baseball background. He's a left-hander. Um, you know, he's got Tim pitching to him or whatever. So uh, he, it, it was, I don't know, I think pretty widely assumed that it would either be he or his brother uh, for for male rookie or um, Caleb Wright of the Archers, but I think uh, Mark Mark was a full time player where you know Caleb's on a more experienced team, so he you know didn't get quite as much time. I don't but, know if it, if if I faded or you faded, but I couldn't hear you. Can you hear um, me now? Yeah. yeah All right. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. I just got a note that that my connection was having an issue. All right. Anyways. Uh, our female rookie of the year, Caitlin Overshiner, who we started just calling Caitlin Shiner because she finished the tournament with a black eye out there fielding balls to the face. So I was proud of Caitlin. I got all excited. Sportsmanship, I already said, went to the Jets. Jim Quinn Award went to Mama Lyle, Lyle Michaels from the from the Edge. I think that's a huge award, so I was very happy for her. Um, Roger Keeney, though, also, who uh, we lost in this last year and was I, – I remember meeting Roger at the very first World Series I went to in 87. Um, he was a great ambassador for our game his entire life. And we lost him this year, but he also received a Jim Quinn Award. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, except for some of your teammates, uh, well, also one, 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 uh, as far as the Hall of Fame inductees who actually were inducted in 22, uh, but they, they weren't there, um, to, to accept, um, your, uh, you, one of your former teammates, Bobby Lakey, uh, was inducted. John Kibito, um, who wasn't able to be there to accept for himself. Skip and um, go, Kibito. Skip and go, Kibito. <laughs> Our boy Leroy Rodriguez, uh, accepted on his behalf. And someone I got to play with, uh, Scott Hudson. Um, he played with the Roadrunners. I, I think he goes back to when the Roadrunner, when the league started. Um, he, he was out there. He was the only one that did his speech out at the fields. Um, and the, the rest of us got to do it at the banquet and they, they did that really for time, but man, I, this isn't about me because I got to do it at the banquet. I hope the NBBA goes back to letting all the inductees do their speech at the banquet. Tell them it's got to be short. Like I didn't need a lot of time. I just wanted a little bit of time to say, thank you, whatever. But, uh, man, Scott Hudson, one of our gang's, like, true heroes, out on the field at 9 o'clock in the morning with a fucking megaphone in his fucking hand, man. And that's that's just not good enough. It's just not good enough, man. It's the last little recognition that, that any of us are going to get as far as what we've done on the field. And, <laughs> you know, I, I know, as you said that, 
You know, that's not true. They induct people <laughs> into the Hall of Fame who are still played. <laughs> no, you're right. I, I, know. I know you're right. But go ahead. I don't. Nah, I know what you're no, saying. you're right. You're right. Well, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I just, the, the banquet is just so much more appropriate for the moment, right. I think. You know, the field is cool. Like, I kind of get where the thought process is with that. You know, it's a championship game and you know, give them some love with the people who are out there. But now with all these, uh, you know, hydration rules and, and heat index rules, when I found out I was doing my speech at nine o'clock in the morning with 17 of the teams at, at the hotel with hangovers, <laughs> it's like, man, all right, but yeah. nobody's going to be there to hear it. You know what yeah. I mean? When they asked me if I wanted, if I would mind it being in the banquet, like, I mean, I didn't respond bond real strong but inside i was like hell yeah i don't mind man <laughs> I, I i i mean i would i i just i mean i brought like a nice shirt or whatever but i would have brought something better than jeans if i knew i was gonna be speaking at the banquet um but i mean either way i was i, was, I, I don't know i feel like it's appropriate at the banquet we need to keep it short i mean in the past we've we've had some Hall of Fame speeches go on 15, 20 minutes, and you can't have that. You know what I mean? It's it's got to be short, but I I don't know. I beg the NBA to give us give us our moment. I want to get Scott Hudson on our show at, at some point because I, he deserves more than than you know two minutes on a megaphone in the end. And I know that wasn't anybody's plan. It was a mix up we already talked about. <laughs> but, um, I don't, I don't know. I would love to see every single hall of famer that gets inducted from here on out, have the same opportunity to speak at the banquet that I was blessed to have. So that's just my, my own thoughts. Uh, shoot, honestly, I don't really have a lot else. Uh, but I, I did mention, uh, I mean, I, uh, I, 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 I told you yesterday in our conversation, I've been kind of tripping on the league's leadership since I, I got back. And uh, I mean, the whole plane ride home, I was thinking about it because I, I, I had a conversation with somebody way up asking me to think about what, what role, what more roles I would, I would like to, to <laughs> have with the, the MBBA. But I, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm on the tournament or not. I'm on the PR committee i'm on the ranking committee i'm doing this show with you which the mbba doesn't even you know care to acknowledge exists they're ashamed to share any part of it <laughs> but um like i don't know i feel like i got roles you know what i mean that i'm trying to feel or whatever i'm not not sure what where they're going with asking what more i want to do but man i I would like to see more done with what I've already done. The, the article I wrote about the sirens never even got put up on the fucking homepage. And, and DB's right. article, DB's article about the Bolingbroke history still sitting there on the fucking homepage. <laughs> While my sirens who made history and I was asked to write an article about them for the MBBA, my article never made the homepage. Still not up there. So uh. I don't I don't know. I mean, you want me to have more roles? Why, why not acknowledge the roles I'm taking or whatever? Plus that, unless I'm mistaken, I, I think the, the sirens are going to leave a role open for me. I don't know what it is, but man, if the sirens want me, they, they're going to have me as long as they'll, they're willing to take me. I've, I've got a 
got some roles that I'm happy with, man. Our our show takes up a lot of time, really, in the end. Uh, just organizing it, promoting it. And now that we do the podcast, me editing it, like, I don't know. I'm not looking to... So basically what you're saying is you're not doing any, anything else for the MBBS. I'm... <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't. Okay, I never. Right. I mean, five minutes after I five minutes after here. I stepped on a field, I was asked to operate bases. I did that. I was asked to announce a game. I mean, I don't say no to the MBBA, but man, I am saying I am tripping on this league's leadership. I don't know who the fuck is calling shots because I'm bitching about my article not being up on the homepage. That's not on Richie. Richie's been trying to get it on the homepage since before the World Series. He's not, even though he's the PR director, he's not being given the power to do this. I don't know. I, I would call it out by name if I knew who had the power. I don't know who has the power. I don't know who's making these decisions if Richie can't make them as the PR director. I don't know who's making decisions. And after having some conversation with Jerry, our, our president, I didn't get clear answers from him on who's really making all the decisions. And it's uh, the whole plane ride home. All I could think about is the tail is wagging the fucking dog in some cases with our league. I felt this way last year when we did our show with Andrea. Like, uh, you know, we couldn't get clear answers on who was calling shots last year. <laughs> and a year later, I don't know who's calling shots. I'm, I'm sorry to call this out like this or whatever. Well, I'm not really, or I wouldn't do it. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't know who's in charge of what. So me wanting to just jump in and do whatever I'm being asked to do, whatever they'll, a little piece of the league they'll grant me with, grant me or whatever. I, I don't know that I want to keep operating under these uncertain terms. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I don't know who I'm working for. Shoot. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if any of that makes sense. You're the only one that could respond. So <laughs> if you need clarity, I'm just irritated. I've been irritated since I got back. I'm irritated. I mean, maybe I'm too personally involved with the, the sirens, but the fact that the MBBA, it, we, you know, acts like they're proud of their history and acknowledge nothing of a team doing something for the first time in nearly 50 years. I, I'm glad NBC News, because um, I, I posted the article yesterday. You might have seen it from other people posting it. NBC News went out and did a story on the siren. Then I knew ahead of time that the sirens were going to be a focus. I didn't know they'd be the only focus. And honestly, I pumped a fist afterwards. Like, hell yeah. You know what? The MBBA didn't recognize you, so I'm glad NBC News didn't recognize anybody else. Kiss my ass. That's what you get. That's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> Aha. I'm happy with that. So I'm glad NBC News was willing to recognize, um, you know, what, what this team did for a first time. But shit, I wish the MBBA would recognize it. Go put my goddamn article up on the, on the homepage. And leave it there for two months, like you did DB's article. Whoever whoever the freak is making these decisions. I don't know why now I'm going to clean it up, but yeah, right. it's kind of, yeah, that ship is sailed. At this point, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, that ship is sailed. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm not. Claire Bell, you better not be listening. Yeah. I'll tell you, you sound, that right you now. Sound, you, sound, you sound as bad as I do talking to my 13U football team. <laughs> 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 Uh, time to grow up. Funny. Time to grow up. <laughs> uh, All right, well, man. 
You done? Okay. You done? You, you done ranting about this? I, I know it's I real am. to you. You know what I'm saying? And it's real. And and you know, I'm me. I, I I'm I'm a big believer in the in 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 the sirens. You know, and what they're doing. I'm a big girl power uh, supporter. So um, it doesn't surprise me at all that yeah. the NBA yeah. would do that, right? Hey, you yeah. know, I'm still pissed off about the Darnell Booker thing. Right. Yeah. Hey, that, oh that, yeah. That, you, that, you... That, hey, that 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 Darnell, that Steve and Blake over their racist bullshit were able to push Darnell out, and he wasn't returned to his spot. Right. So so so. But to to me, that's just par for the course for the NBA. Right. That's that that's how most of the NBA operates. So um, the fact that they didn't acknowledge the sirens, uh, you know, and what the sirens are doing, doesn't surprise me at all. Doesn't surprise me at all, right? This is still a, you know, a quote white male driven league, and 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 that's it. So how they did Darnell is, is, is bullshit, and I feel you for how they did the uh, the sirens. Your article should be up there. The, the sirens should have been acknowledged, um, but that's just not how the NBA is. It's a it's a you know, white male dominated league, and and that's what it's about. So something I've been hearing, you know, like since I was a kid, and more in reference to like Major League Baseball ownership and NFL ownership. It's a good old boy network. That's a good old boy network, with yeah. without a doubt. Without and unfortunately, a doubt. listening to you talk, it's like it's hard to uh, step out from that. I guess you know what I mean. I mean, I w- I want to see it change, and I don't, I don't know. Oh, I, I guess I'll leave it at that for now. Uh, uh, I, I want to oh, see yeah, it change. Yeah. Um, you know, before we we sign out, uh, I, I, I closed my document where I had all the standings. I forgot to run down like one oh. through nineteen, but in the end, every, I think everybody kind of knows. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody, nobody. Oh, no, hey, let, let, let me tell you, I was sitting there because I, you know, I came down. I was listening to the uh, to the last inning of it, or whatever, and I was like. God, don't let the Jets win. Don't let the Jets win, right? Because, because why? why? Because I mean, I don't know if you've ever knows this, right? But the, the Jets and I have seemed to have a little rivalry. Like, oh yeah, remember yeah. When, okay. when they yeah, won yeah. their championship or, or yeah. the tournament the other uh, a month ago, and they were in the car and yeah, and yeah. they're throwing yeah. all their shit in my face and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. We and know so, Bam Bam got nothing yeah, but exactly. Jet love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you yeah. know, and I was thinking, God, where does that go back to? I didn't even, you know, I didn't even play with most of these guys, but I remember, I remember uh, Tulsa and, and talking all that trash to the Jets. Oh, but that was when uh, you thought Lupe was gonna fight you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Lupe wanted to fight me. Um, So, but but yes, you know, I I I I like the Jets. I don't have anything uh, against them, (laughs) but I was not interested in hearing them come on and smile and show their teeth and all that stuff. So, um, man, I that's just uh, that that's just my my personal thing. Not my love for the Jets, though. They're they're one of the teams that I've kind of got a closeness with though and, and through the show yeah, they've only been on the damn show fifty thousand yeah. freaking times but now away from the show though i've developed a really cool friendship with axel and david oh, yeah. smith yeah. and i'm zach and little ricky jeremy but like i i interact oh and, and, and i would have been uh, you know i would have been happy for jeremy I've, jeremy lopez never said a word to me yeah, so yeah, yeah. Not, no. and he loves not, you dude yeah, he loves not, you 
He's certainly not the individual I'm talking about. He, when when he was on the first time, you weren't able to make that show, and he was di- totally disappointed. <laughs> and oh, every man. time he saw me, it was like, we got to get Bam Bam out here next year, man. We get... <laughs> he, he uh, when I posted, I, you know, I shared a lot of the Hall of Fame stuff from the MBBA page on my own page. And man, when he congratulated me, he still mentioned, he's congratulating me on the Hall of Fame. Still talking about getting you to the World <laughs> yeah. Series. So, I, mean, I, I, I got nothing to love you. for Jeremy Lopez. And, and, you know, what he's done has been, you know, nothing but, you know, no, nothing short of incredible. And, and hey, I mean, yeah. beyond my, what I thought was was Lots possible of, yeah. by, by large leaps and bounds. And so when I... I say that I was rooting against the Jets. I'm not rooting against Jeremy. Um, it's just kind of the rivalry <laughs> between no, uh, you know, know David know. Smith and Axel and all those people. Yeah. You know, you know. And again, we 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 played against each other. So I've never played against Jeremy Lopez. Um, and so, <laughs> so nothing against Jeremy, man. I the the but but I was rooting for the. Uh, I was rooting for the ads at the end. My yeah. my heart breaks for the Jets, really, because I, you and I know how hard it is to get to that moment. <laughs> yeah, right. No, and they they have been getting there, and I mean they are so close this year. They they had the Jets down in the in the final inning on Friday in the undefeated game, and, and weren't able to close it out. And the same thing happened Saturday, and it's. Yeah, right my heart just breaks for him because it's so hard to get to that point. Like they really only have this year, like seven players. Lupe would have been the eighth, but he was banged up and he wasn't playing. Um, They had like a rotation of seven players that they made that whole tournament through. You know what I mean? And like, you can't keep assuming that they'll, keep those players healthy next year for another shot. Like they're lucky to get through with no major injuries that hold them back and so close. I I remember, I want to say it was uh, Kevin Simpson that started the conversation. And this goes back again, three to five years ago in beatball nation, just asking people who's the, the best team ever to not win a championship and and of course our you know our east bay east bay blaze was a team that was right one of the front runners (laughs) but i mean the jets have surpassed everybody they to to be right there knocking at the door and to be one of the league's best teams man i it it, i i hope they get a championship somehow did they win a championship already not since they've been the jets when they were when axe and kevin and Zach were still part of the Blackhawks. They won back-to-back championships. Right. After okay. the dogs broke up and half our lineup went to the Blackhawks and made right. them a champion again. <laughs> yeah, right. I, mean, I, thought, I thought it was like the, the Jets won in like 2016, but I could be tripping on that. That could have been the Blackhawks. You know, you know how it is. But yeah, so, so you know, the, the and, and again, it's not like I wanted the edge to win. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. It's all. It was like watching the uh, 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 the Niners and the uh, the 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 Eagles in the in the championship game. I, it, you know, <laughs> it, I didn't want it, either to really win. But no, I'm not like. It's weird for me because uh, I don't have a dog in the fight really with all the these top teams. And and I, over the last several years, I just simply haven't had a dog in the fight at all. Right. Um, 
but I've developed friendships with with people from every team, yeah, right, from, right. from at least every team that we've we've managed to get on so far, and, and and even beyond that or whatever. So like when I'm sitting on the sideline, it, I'm I'm rooting for both sides. You know right, what I mean? I'm right, not rooting right. against. I don't have. I didn't play recently, so I don't have any of the feelings you do towards right, teams. Right. And, and I, all my feelings towards the teams are, are positive because of my friendships with the players. So I really am just kind of neutral when, I, when I'm when <laughs> i right. sitting there. But, it, you know, I'm rooting for individuals. And, I, like, it was it was hard. It, like I've already said, it's just hard for my heart not to break for the Jets because I know how hard it is to get to that. It's so hard to win a championship. Oh, yeah. It's so hard to win a championship. And something we were saying when we were winning championships, it's, I'd rather be lucky than good sometimes because, you know, you need the luck of good health and, <laughs> yeah, and right. things winding up for you. Players being available when you most need them. So like there's so much has to fall into place for it to happen. And they, they, you can't just guarantee that they'll keep getting that close, especially you got right. the thunder and the fire who are right there knocking too. You know what I mean? Right. So man. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Sorry. Sorry, you guys. Sorry. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do want to give one more shout out because I, I was going to do this. I said I was going to go down the list of teams and that would remind me of, of some players. Actually, I already remember too. This kid, uh, Melshon from the Atlanta Chaos is another one that came up my first night there in the bar and was like, man, I love what you guys are doing, man. Keep it up, whatever. He was a Bam Bam fan. Dude, he, this was his third year playing beat baseball. And for the third year, he dislocated a shoulder during oh, early in the tournament. He oh. hasn't been able to, and it's been, it's not the same arm popping in and out. Oh. He, he's done both sides. Um, he, and so for the third straight year, he was unable to feel, uh, finish the tournament. And something I never thought about, like back when I had a guide dog, Lando, uh, he had to have the school come get his dog oh, and work his dog. Oh, man. right, right. No, I hear that. I, I can't imagine like having to deal with all that. So, man, shout out yeah. to Mel Sean. Um, yeah. But the one I, I was first thinking of is this dude I met, Tracy Jackson, and his wife, Kim. Um, they're they're also from Georgia, but they were playing with our our friends the the Reeds, uh, Larry and the Tyler Tigers. Um, I I sat at them. I I got to the airport like five hours before my flight was set to leave, and uh, sitting at the, the I met them at the gate. You know, we heard each other using our iPhones. <laughs> like you you gotta be here for the tournament, right? <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> so uh, I went down and we had a nice long conversation. This dude just uh, sent me an audio book called Twelve Pillar. Uh, the 12 pillars of success that I started already last night. Uh, but he was just a, he's somebody else I'd love to get on the show. Like his, his story, how he became blind. Another just wild story that I never heard of. And it's weird swapping stories. I was like, I had to give him the nod. It's like, you, you win, man. Like he, he went through some shit, dude. He, 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 I know, you know, a lot of us have to, to get there, like through the road you and I got there, but man, he, he's been through it too. And he was a fun dude. So I, I, uh, shout out to Tracy and Kim Jackson. I, I'd love to get Tracy. Tracy on the show at some point just i don't know there's a lot more stories out there you know what i mean i, I, I know i'm guilty of just kind of going to the teams i know and grabbing easy stuff but i gotta push myself to start digging out some of these there, there's some cool stories out there that 
I'm, I'm, even though the MBBA don't doesn't doesn't care about us getting them out there, we we care. We're gonna keep getting <laughs> them out there. If there's anything I learned this past week, that uh, the the players care about what we're doing. So I don't stop tripping on anybody else because we you know we did it. Well, I do it for me mostly, you know, self-absorbed. But we do it for the players, man. And so uh, we'll just keep doing what we do for them. And that'll be it. No more crybaby shit from me. Yay! No, I'm just you can cry. You can cry on my shoulder anytime. You know, <laughs> you know me. I, I, I am the empathetic. Yeah, uh, the empathetic yeah. friend. You know, the only saying? time you've ever compared yourself to Donald Trump. You know, <laughs> I realize I like Donald Trump. I got no empathy. <laughs> I just don't no. care. <laughs> no. Well, I, you're I, right. I, <laughs> I gotta I, give I, you that. You're I'm, right. I'm the I'm the empathetic one. Right. Now. I'm not Joe Biden now. Big Joe Biden <laughs> supporter. Not I'm not I'm not the Joe Biden empathy though. So anytime though, Neil Dog, I'm trying to be better, right? As I tell my football team who we are today does not dictate who we are gonna be tomorrow. So I try to be a uh I'll try to be more empathetic. So anytime you want to cry, Neil Dog, you just come this big shoulders right here for you i I wish i could stop myself really when you're like anytime you want to cry i never want to cry (laughs) (laughs) it's never a goal you'd be proud of me i i almost made it through my whole speech i started to lose it like early and and keep in mind i tried to keep the speech short you know what i mean i I was just about appreciating the opportunity i got a couple shout outs and appreciation for you know, I couldn't have won with all the great players like you that I had surrounding me. Um, so just uh, showing that I sure. acknowledging that I'm aware of all that, you know, uh, but like early on, like I, I started to lose it and I pulled back for a second or, you know, I was able to I was able to regain my composure. But man, I got to like the last five words and I was squeaking next year. <laughs> I, got, I, I lost it right at the end but dude honestly just practicing in my room and thinking about it like i couldn't even think about it without getting choked up i was like i just kept shaking my head like i i don't know how i'm gonna do this but uh part of me like when i was sitting out uh on the field for the undefeated game on on friday and saturday and, and the championship game saturday i can't lie like friday right before the undefeated game just waiting for the game to start, dude. I got emotional, dude. Like I kept it to myself. I had glasses on and shit, but I got hella emotional before that. Just being back, you know. I love that <laughs> moment so much. You know what I mean? We spent our whole career playing on Friday and Saturday, and just like I just being back there for the first time, man. I I got. I, I lost it for a little while. It took me a while. Just keeping to myself, have my head down, my glasses on, acting like I was sweating when I was wiping my face. <laughs> but I, I I felt emotional out there. But when I started thinking, like I always felt confident as hell when we went into those games. I read we were talking about Randy Lyons. I remember uh, the year we won the championship for the first time in 99. And uh, I was laying on my back, that stupid stretch we used to do, like a quad stretch where we lay on our back and pull one leg back right. underneath us or whatever. And I was just laying there doing that. And Randy Lyons was standing over. He's like, dang, Neil Dog, you don't look nervous at all. I was like, man, you know what? I'm not. <laughs> I was that first year when we made our first championship. I was yeah, nervous yeah. as hell <laughs> right. for like four innings. <laughs> but man, I, man, from that point forward, like I went in expecting us. To I, and, and 
I finally, I was like, man, you need to like, kind of like pull in that energy right before you go up and give your speech. Like I, I tried to give myself the attitude, like, man, you know what I mean? Like you expected right. your team to be here, act like it. Right. And it lasted for like 95%. <laughs> I, I did make it. Oh, uh, well, I made now, a prediction. This is a big one. You need to uh, hear this. Yeah, we are now an hour and a half into the show. All right. An uh, hour and ten. If you want to make your prediction now or as opposed no, to. No, I made a be... prediction that oh. came true. Remember oh, when okay. Ashley was on the show and I was saying that I was scared that there are certain people that might want to whip my ass when I got out to the World Series? Yeah. And I said number one on that list was Faith Penn. Yeah. Beat the living shit out of me, dude. <laughs> beat the crap because i'm me and i've been talking trash to her for like three years i was uh i was in siren's headquarters and i was sitting at the end i was in the corner sitting at the end of a couch and she wasn't anywhere near me and all of a sudden she was right next to me damn near on top of me she's like you knew this was coming <laughs> she counted it out dude one bam she hit me 10 times like full are you there yeah, I'm here. all right. I thought yeah. I lost the connection again. No, no, yeah, no. I'm you here. were I'm so listening. quiet. No, oh, she right. counted it out, dude. One, uh, she was feeling around my body, looking for new spots. Every time she hit me, she hit every limb, <laughs> my chest, <laughs> my stomach. And after like the third one, dude, she was all aggressive. She's like, "Shut up and take it like a man." You knew this was coming. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> she had the sirens startled. They're like, "I didn't know what was going on." It's like uh, a little payback. I didn't learn nothing, though. When she was walking out the door, I was like, bye, Faithy Poo. She's like, oh, my God, this man. This man. <laughs> yeah, I don't learn. That's why I'm single. <laughs> All right. Officially, Seth Doc, I ain't got nothing else. Okay. I'm not even going right. to stop the recording first. I'm just going to stop the live stream. <laughs> enough, enough of us. But they're complaining yesterday that it didn't happen. Not, not my fault, but they're complaining. Seth's stupid kids, stupid students. Yes, 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 exactly. <laughs> Responsibilities, right. man, they're they're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I will be reaching out. First ones I want up are the Edge, Leah, Eric, uh, Miguel. I want in there. Corey White. You know, you guys can make this show. It's your team. It's your year. Just if you've ever listened to our shows that have a lot of people, they're kind of almost useless. <laughs> it gets, gets to be too hard to pull out content if the show's too big. But, man, this is your year. Congratulations. You guys get first dibs, and we're going to just be hitting everybody else up after that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the love and support you guys show us. We're going to keep coming at you, and we will see you next time. Peace out. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Beepaw Blues Podcast. Sometimes at night I sit and wonder just how my life, how it would feel if I stayed on the track. What I knew back When all my wounds Were easy to heal So many times
Dealing with the heart 